Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Show friend of the show, Coach Mike Morrell, Asheville Bulldogs out of the Big South, come out winning against Hampton at Hampton. That, that, that coach, man, good to talk to you, brother. How you been? Hey, man, I've been good, man. It's good to see you again. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, Coach. I tell you what, man, it's been a great year, uh, you know, with guys playing hard like crazy because all this COVID stuff, man, you know, getting the win is more than getting the win it was last right. year, man. You know, to have yeah, five yeah. wins in this year, man, knowing how what's been going on, got to be feeling good for you and your staff and your players. Yeah, yeah, I am. You know, we, uh, we're we four and two in the league right now. We've uh, – uh, so we're off to a pretty good start in the league, which you know at our level that's that's really the most important thing. We've been fortunate, man, because uh, we we've had the opportunity to to play eleven games so far. Yes, sir. And uh, like I tell our guys, man, every chance we get to get on the floor, step on the floor this year, uh, we're going to be really grateful and appreciative of it. Uh, because as you know, with as many coaches as you talk to, man, there's a lot of there's a lot of sacrifice from these players and assistant coaches and trainers and, um, you know, everybody this year to, to get a season. Uh, and, and so uh, to get the opportunity to play and then win, uh, that's a doubly good day, my friend. Yes, indeed, Coach. And I feel like, you know, guys this year are born together because of what you had to go through, protocols, testing, living a certain way, sacrifices for the good of the team and the university. Because, Coach, as you know, one slip up and it could be everybody could be knocked out for 14, yeah. 21 days, depending on what it is. So talk about yeah. how the resolve for your guys, man, to go through this, knowing how much it means for the university and the college basketball as a whole. Because on your level, you need that tournament to help pay for everything else. Yeah, you're exactly right, man, and it's a great point. Uh, I tell you one thing that, that I tell people a lot, because of COVID, you forget – I almost, I don't forget as the coach, but I think the average fan can tend to forget, like, the fact that you still have injuries, the fact that you yes. still have other things that, um, you know, that you got to go through as a team. But because there's been such a focus on COVID, um, you know, our, our – Leading score from last year, Devon Baker, uh, who averaged 17 a game for us, has not played yet, and uh, he's still out, and, and, and he's he he will be back soon. But you know, it's just like you got to make do with what you got, and you got to adapt and react uh, to every circumstance and every uh, thing that occurs within your team is an opportunity to grow. Uh, and so we're really trying to focus on that this year. 
Uh, but you're right, man. I mean, this is, is such a different year. It's uncomfortable. Uh, it's uncomfortable for everyone. Oh, yeah. But uh, you got to try to be uh, – you got to try to get more comfortable with that because as soon as you think you got this thing figured out, like you said, man, it just takes one guy. It just takes one person. Um, and you can't control everything. You try to. Um, so you just really try to focus on the things that you can to the best of your ability and go from there. So that's what we're trying to do here. And coach, like for me, you no, know, I have interns, of course. I've had to be like, you know, father figure, brother, mentor, psychologist, psychiatrist, you know, counselor, all in one. I know for you the same thing, yeah. having young kids. Yeah. Still, I'm 33 years old. They're 18 to 21 of my insurance. I'm having to teach them about life and be more than what I usually would be to them, more than just their boss or getting them a grade or get my donuts and coffee, right? So I have actually spend more time. It's made me a better man, better leader, and a better boyfriend because of COVID. It's made me a better, better person, coach. I don't know how you feel about it for me. It's made me, had me go outside of myself and grow and be better for my staff and everybody around me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Again, I, I think if you – I told somebody the other day, Coach Smart, you know, I worked for Shaka Smart for eight years. And Coach used to always say – one of his favorite quotes was, the, uh, the opposite of appreciation is entitlement. And I can't – like, I tell my player, like, any entitlement that I sniff out this year, like, we're not dealing with that. They, they, like, we got too much other stuff that we got to deal with to have to deal with, with somebody who might not be, might not be appreciative of something. I think it's a good lesson for us all, man. Um, you know, I think there's so much to learn about ourselves because, you know, in COVID as coaches, everything that we're asking our players to do really outside of practice and games is against everything we preach as a coach, mm -hmm. you know, stay away from each other, socially distance, don't be around each other. Uh, watch who you're with. Like, that's against everything we preach as coaches. You want your players to bond. You want to – well, you know, again, that's uncomfortable. But um, this year, um, it, it just is the new normal, but hopefully that new normal will, will cease to exist at some point. I guess. Let me ask you, Coach, just about the March. You know, my, my, my birthday is March 11th, Coach, and I was at the Hawks next game, and, of course, they got suspended, right? The next day, March 12th, everything got shut down, and it was like everything. So how was it for you and your stuff going from March, having seniors who you couldn't hug and tell bye, guys who you loved and cared about? You never had that team, same, same team again because of having to go home and leave that environment of Asheville and be in their own environments. How is that for you and your staff and your players, man, that whole March situation when COVID kind of first hit? It was anxious, man. You know, we get, we actually got a chance to play in our conference tournament. And, um, you know, but we were going to play in one of the postseason tournaments after that. Um, and so, you know, there were a lot of decisions within that first seven, ten days because we didn't know how long this was going to last to what effect it was going to have. And I don't think anybody would imagine that by the next season, we'd still be dealing with it at that point in time. Um, so you worry, man, you know, uh, how, what are my guys doing at home? How are they doing? Academically, they've never done anything like this. We've never done remote learning. Uh, you know, you have online classes, but that's different. You know, you're talking about a guy being at home, uh, taking classes, you know, without having an opportunity to go to study hall, without having the opportunity to have tutors and things of that nature. And it, I mean, I'm telling you, man, it, you, it was always something that you were worried about. But, um, you know, thankfully, uh, we got our players back about midsummer. 
Um, but I've also, you know, I've never went that long without seeing the players. And, and yeah. it was almost four and a half, five months for some guys before we saw them again. So um, it, I, I tell you, man, it was it was something. But again, I think it was another opportunity, like we talked about, to grow. Uh, you, do, you you learn that you don't always have to get together and meet Zooms and um, you know, we did a couple things where we bought the team a book. You know, we just we did some things that we needed to do to stay connected oh, yeah. when we weren't together. Most definitely, Coach. And, and how was that? You know, with summer going on, all the unrest in our country with the pandemic. So how did you use Zoom to kind of keep your guys and, and kind of keep them enlightened and help let them share their backgrounds with you more than you, you already knew? They already know some stuff about you, your players. And how was that? I feel like a lot of coaches have told me that, that during the summer, those Zooms kind of brought their guys close together, telling them their backgrounds and helping them understand their players even more than they already understood, knew, knew their players. So how was it for you and your staff and your players getting closer to summer off of the Zoom, talking about everything going on in our country? Yeah, you know, I, I think what it did was is it uh, it just made us stop and say, you know what, um, it's this this stuff ain't all about ball, man. You know, and and, and it, this is not the most important thing. Uh, it's really important, and and uh, a lot of these guys, it's given them an opportunity to get an education for free. Uh, but it provokes some conversations um, as a head coach. Um, you know, you're, you're 33, I'm 38. Usually when I'm on a radio show, I'm the young guy. So this is important <laughs> for me, man. But, uh, you know, I, I, I found it to – I learned a lot about my players that uh, if some of COVID, if some of the, the injustice around the country would not have occurred, that maybe we wouldn't have known. And I, I think for us uh, here at Asheville um, – you know, I, I know, again, we took it as an opportunity to grow. And, and um, you know, most times in the summer, man, you're, they come in and lift and get a workout. Yeah. What, not this, you know, not this summer. I uh, spent a lot more time, like, you know, just calling guys. Hey, how are you doing? Like, what's going on with you, man? Like, how are you doing? Is. Well, I'm good. I'm good. No, I need more than I'm good. Like, I'm good's not enough. Like, how are you doing? And so, um, over time, you know, it, it was it was something that it was a learning experience, but it was good to get them back in person. Now, Coach, I'll say for me personally, I had no I, I knew I kind of knew, but I knew I, how, how much my show meant to people because people emailed me saying, "Jr., I thank you for your show and your outlook and keep keeping up, keep, giving me something to do outside of COVID." Because, Coach, I host the show, but I don't think about how the impact it has on people. You know, the guy okay. talking to guys like yourself and. Coach Ballard, people who who worked around Coach Smart, you know, it's funny how people say all my time, you really helped me through COVID. Because Coach, for me, I'm doing service for you guys, man, giving you all a voice. But to see people how the show really helped people get through a bad time, man, it touched me. Because honestly, Coach, I didn't, I didn't really realize how much the show meant to people until this year. Well, hey, it's a reminder for us all, man. You know, and and I, and I think you know. I, I grew up about an hour away from Asheville. And, and, and I, when I came here from the University of Texas and, you know, Jeremy Ballard and I worked together. Jeremy's my best friend in coaching, you know, and, and uh, we worked together for three years at VCU. And, you know, he knows this, like, you know, a guy who's like my father is, is an out. He can't come to games right now. And, um, you, you know, you forget, like, how special that that can be. Um, our players' parents can't come to games right now. So my hope is on the other end of this, like how special your show is for people um, that, 
you know, these guys understand how special that is that your family gets to watch you play and that the ball is going to stop bouncing at some point. But I tell you, you know, practice and, and things that, you know, that nature of game uh, with all the stuff going on right now, you know, that two hours uh, to, to get in the zone of whatever and kind of let all that other stuff go. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that and am grateful for that more now than I ever was. And honestly, man, I feel a little guilty looking back pre-COVID that, um, that I didn't appreciate it more. And we talk about this to our players all the time, but I think sometimes as coaches, we got to look in the mirror and say, hey, man, like, you need this too. And you need a reminder of how special this is. You got that right, Coach. And I, I told myself going forward, I'm going to be better about realizing the, the work I'm doing because, you know, I'm serving a lot of people. And now I realize that now I'm, I'm a servant and in this role as well. It's not about the boss man show with JR, whatever. It's about serving the people from Chattanooga to Macon who's listening to this show on a weekly basis and helping you guys get a platform because guys don't cover your team unless something bad happens typically or you win a tournament, you know. And I want to give you guys a voice because it's a lot of great coaches, great stories that don't get heard because you're not a power five school. That's, no. that's, that's why I use this show to give you all this voice because I feel like so many great stories in the Big South or the SoCon or the A-10, they don't get told because you're not the power five. And I want to give you all that voice in this big market of Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, yeah no, I agree with you, man. And, and especially down your way. And we played at Chattanooga this year. They, they were undefeated for a, a large majority. And, and uh, we had a great game with those guys. But you're right, man. The Big South, the Southern Conference, the Atlantic Sun. Um, there's some special things that happen at our level. And, uh, you know, I was at VCU from, from 2011 to 2015 before we went to, to uh, Texas. And, and um, you know, it, it doesn't always have to be the Power Fives, man. Some really good players across the country. Like you said, some really good coaches. Um, you know, there's coaches in our league, man, that, that, that take a backseat to nobody. Um, and, and, and it's, uh, you know, we're really thankful for, for your show and the opportunity to, to help our programs and our leagues. And you got one tomorrow night, Coach Coach Barkley, man. Right the ball. He, he's a yeah. he's an old head in SoCon, Charles Southern, man. Tell us about that doubleheader you got coming up uh, tomorrow and Friday, man, at your place, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I worked for Coach Radebaugh for a year, and, and I'm really grateful for him. And, and uh, we had two really good games with those guys last year. Um, and, and so I know it'll be two more good ones here. Uh, we've been on the road for, for six straight games, man. I've never done that in my life at, at any level, high wow. school, middle school, anything. So we're really thankful to get back in, in our own arena. Um, Charleston Southern is, is a, is an extremely talented team led by Flanders Fleming, who's a preseason player of the year in our league, uh, actually, and from Georgia, you know, and, and is an extremely talented player. He kind of leads their squad. So, We've got our hands full, man. And, um, you know, again, like you say, like if, if you can find a way to get a win, it's dub it, 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 it should count twice. Um, so, <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, you know we'll, we'll, we'll tip it up tomorrow at four o'clock, hope for the best, and, and excited to play. Now, how has it been playing these these back to backs, man? I know you you want to you split with Hampton this weekend, man. So, how is that where you kind of coach coach against this guy back to back? So, how's night two when guys' legs are maybe going down and do you throw a little bit more wrinkles here and yeah. there on night two that you did night one? How has that been for you that that chess match there? Yeah, you know uh, the first we've had three of those, um, and and the first series we swept high point 
and uh, we had an overtime game in the second game. The next series, we won the first night, lost the second night. And then with Hampton, we lost on a foul at the end of the game, and, and they made two free throws to beat us by two. And then we had to respond from that, and, and we're able to respond and get a win the next day. So we've kind of had it all happen in the first three series. It's, it's exhausting. <laughs> but it is, it's the safest way, in my opinion, for us to play. And, and also at our level, uh, do it in, in a way that, that really – I think it really helps our budgets as well. You know, yeah. we, we, go, we go on the road or you get two games at home. You play two games in 24 hours. It helps with the testing. Um, and it's just the best way and the safest way, which is the most important thing, to play as many games as we possibly can. So we've played six league games so far. Um, I think four or five teams in our league have played eight. So we're, we're mid-January and already have that many games in. Um, and so, you know, I'm thankful for that. It, again, it's not comfortable, but it's the best way, uh, in my opinion, for our league to get the most games in and give these guys what they deserve. Uh, which is a season, uh, but we got to do it the safest way possible. Is that something you want to see next year? Maybe uh, a little bit of that because, like I said, save you on the budget. I, I, okay, I got you. Cause I mean, because you know, I was like, you know, some guys say they want wanted, some don't. Like, Let me ask you: Do you want it to stay or you don't? Because I'm like, Man, I'm, I don't know, I don't know about these, that. These back to backs, like as a coach, you're just you're exhausted. Like at the end of that second game. You just want to like lay in the floor. I mean, and it's it's exhausting. But um, I tell you what, you learn a lot about your team. You learn a lot about yourself, um, their ability to respond. Like I was so proud of our team this past weekend. Um, you know, again, we lost a really tough game the first night. Had to turn around and play the very next day at one o'clock, and uh, we played well. And, and a lot of that was due to, to we were we were very aggressive, which is what we do. Uh, on both ends of the floor. So I, I've really found, like, the, the, the more simple, the better. Uh, and just go out there and, and try to be the aggressors for as long as you can. Uh, but, no, I would like to go back to the Wednesday, Saturday, uh, you know, Thursday, Saturday type of deal. Uh, but, I'm, hey, I'm not complaining. I'm appreciative. No entitlement oh, yeah. for this guy, my man. Hey, coach, you no, know, I'll tell our guys all the time. If you look at the Atlanta Hawks, team I cover the most. Like, okay, we beat the Knicks. Big time beat the Knicks. Come back the next night against Cleveland, hit a wall in the third quarter and lose, and lose the game, blow a 15, 15 point lead. So if that happens to a, a professional basketball team, the Atlanta Hawks, I can know what happened to a college kids who are not yep. built like they are. So I, I feel like you do, do, coach. Split those games, let the guys re re recover. So they can be good on Saturday or Thursday and Saturday, so not back-to-back. -back. That second night, man, you're asking for an injury, if you yep. to be honest with you, because guys are tired and dragging and trying to push through it, and they might push too hard that they had push push before, and something bad can happen. But I'm the glad it's happening for you guys this year, though. Yeah, that, that, that recovery part is really important. Uh, speaking of the Hawks, they got my favorite player in the NBA, man. Favorite, by far, not even close. Travion Graham. Yes, TG. You know, I co I hey, this is in his Hornets jersey, Travion Graham, right here on my desk, man. My favorite player ever. TG. I, I, I was fortunate enough to to to, to coach him for uh, for four years at VCU, and 
have absolutely nothing to do with him being in the NBA. <laughs> hey, I'll tell him that. Well, I tell you, man, I'm gonna tell him that. Something I talked to you as well. Oh man, his mom Trina, man, it just a. There's no secret why that guy's in the NBA. He's the best, man. He's the best. So, huge Hawks fan here. Last one for you, Coach. This. What was your quarantine hobby? Mine was playing the guitar and walking around the neighborhood here. What was your quarantine hobby this year, man? Yeah, I bought a bike, and I started really riding my bike a lot. Yes. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't rode a bike. Well, I couldn't walk for the first three or four days. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did. I went, I went to Target right before everything shut down. Bought a helmet, bought a, you know, bought a bike. Everybody's like, what kind of bike you got? I don't know what kind it is, the kind of, with two wheels that, that you got to pedal to go anywhere. And, you know, Asheville, man, we got the hills. Oh, yes, the gorge. So, I know. It's yeah, not fun, yeah, man, I, <laughs> nighttime. Yeah, no, no. Hey, hey listen, I, I'm trying to find a way to go downhill both ways, but I ain't found it yet. So, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, uh, but I, that, was, that was my hobby, man. I would ride the bike. I'd ride it to campus. Um, you know, work out. And, and, and so I, I rode it a lot. Thankfully we were, we had some good weather, uh, here during that time, but that was my hobby, man. And I really enjoyed it. I'm hoping that, 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 that kicks up again when, when the good weather hits. And coach, next year you got somebody, my good friend, Will just coming to your conference. No, yeah. it's funny. I was a in school when Will Jones was J was Coach Alexander. I was at TSU at the same time, so I've known that guy a long time. See him come away. I knew him as a GA to Coach A. It's gonna be a conversation, man. He's my friend, but Coach, he's still my guy, man. I'm not gonna cheer. I'm not gonna cheer against you, next. You know, that's my guy. Trust and believe you on that, man. Yeah, Will, Will's done a great job there, man. Very deserving of that opportunity he got. I worked with Will at Charleston Southern for a year, man. So I, I know what type of guy he is, what type of coach he is, and. I wish he wasn't coming in the league, but but he is. So uh, we'll try to welcome him the right way. Uh, yo, you got yo, that hazy. He needs that rookie hazy for, for sure. <laughs> hey, Coach, thank you for your time as always, buddy. Be safe as always, man. Thank you for your time. and your, Be blessed and tell your team, man. Keep up the good work, man. Keep pounding the way, man. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you always having me, brother. Anytime. Be good. Now, see you soon, buddy. Okay, man. All right. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.